From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict episode 597. Today's show is brought to you by Factor. My name is Mike Hurley. I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Pretty good, my man. Pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. It seemed like you were questioning yourself there for a moment. But Who yeah. could tell? You know? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but uh, I'll answer for you. You're doing pretty well. Thank you. Uh, I have some follow-up yeah, for welcome. you. In regards to the uh, pilot friction and the sidekick notepad, uh, I bought some pilot Can't frictions. <laughs> I used them. I erased with them. I do not know how this person was making the dots disappear. Uh, my only assumption is they were, as I thought, like somehow pulling the top layer of the paper off or something. I don't know what they were doing. I tried everything to try and get the ink to disappear. Mm-hmm. It wasn't happening. It was very funny to me that this person was explaining to me in emails what a pilot friction was, and I was kind of like, oh, you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't know about the other <laughs> side of my life, do you? <laughs> Isn't that funny that that yeah. still happens? There's some very... It's like you have some very silo-y type of stuff, but yeah. there is like this weird like underground cable that runs between the silos that yes, shares information, that. Mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, yes, I know of the pilot friction. <laughs> and I took a picture of the... And sent to you the next day, I was still being met with the, the electronic billboard near my office which had an ad for the pilot friction that's a pretty sweet ad i'm not gonna lie i mean they yeah. they did they they paid money for that like yeah. i mean that's, that's a nice digital board and god that had to be like a 10 by 10 i don't know yeah, it was that board was, was broken today it had nothing to do with it because <laughs> they knew you were coming they're like oh we cannot schedule this we'll friction turn it off. we can't ruin another episode of the pan addict yep yeah <laughs> well good i are 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 long national nightmare is over uh i'm still thrilled that you got the tribal tattoo <laughs> friction i have, I have three of them now literally colors. the worst friction ever made uh, for a really great pen that i will stand up for that is a horrible version of that pen it's very fitting <laughs> i think it is it's the og it's the original and i like what were they thinking at the time i guess they thought i bet that they thought that like this is just the thing we're gonna try and oh i bet you know people want this kind of fun cool art like this is an art pen and you can erase with it and play around with it and we'll just do this this crazy like tribal pattern on these pens and you know it'll be like this super niche market and now it's probably like like a top line item uh you know in, in their business i just find that whole thing funny I'm not, I just don't know how you get... I genuinely don't know how you get to this design. Like, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. Like, it's not even, like, thematically close to <laughs> what I, how I can understand of why you would put this very strange pattern it, it's on like the, pens. Yeah, it's like the America version of it. And it's like, how is this your launch product? <laughs> Maybe. But like, so America wild. of, like, a certain time and place, you know? Yeah. Which yeah. is definitely so, not anymore. Yeah, so you have, if you show up with a bar bar tattoo, like the next time I see you, like in London 10, mm-hmm. like if you're setting up like a bar bar tattoo, like I'm, I'm going to be worried about you. It, it will uh, it will come off if I put my arm in the microwave, though. True, true, so, true, true. It'll be fine. True. Uh, I have some follow-up from Austin who writes in to say, I heard you mention on episode 596 of last week's show about wanting other digital tools, this is for you, Brad, for cataloging your pen use and collection this year. I have been using an iPhone app called Penedex, P-E-N-E-D-E-X, and it's helped me a lot to track my use collection and when things need to get cleaned out too might be worth a look for your needs in 2024. Uh, Penedex is made by Connor Rose, who is a Relay FM Discord uh, member, at least, or at least has been. I remember seeing them put it in there at one point. Yep, and Connor has sent me, you know, like the the test flights and the early release of it, and I forgot about it to be honest, I because I wasn't using it at the time, so I didn't have it on my phone. Uh, practice proper uh, app hygiene, people. And I need to go back and look at this and see if this will work for what I'm thinking about, um, because I would like a digital aspect of this this piece of my year of recording right tracking the type of pens and papers that i use uh or pens and inks that i use so we're going to talk about this later mm. um what i'm doing so far but like this is the month where i decide what's the digital what the digital piece is going to be right now i'm just doing the tracking piece um writing things down uh analog style 
and I'm going to be working on testing out a few things for that. I've also heard from our friend Urban Hafner of the Fountain Pen Companion. They also have a tracking system yep. uh, built into Fountain Pen Companion. And while they don't have an app, you can I can I've in the past I've just you know done like the home screen app. You know however you want to call that. You there's PWA. a PWA. So. Okay. It's called progressive web apps, but I always uh, f- think it's like progressive web app with attitude or something like that, <laughs> uh, which I prefer to think about. Um, but there you go. So that's on the list. Um, also, you will appreciate this, Mike. So one of my friends heard also heard the podcast, sent me a message, said, "Hey, I have this Notion database that you know mm. I can send you for something that I use to track." Um, you know, it's not the same, you know, this is a stationary, stationary friend, but they do use it for tracking something else. You know what they track, Mike? They track, uh, they track the wrestling matches, uh, in their Notion database. That is a great use, but I will say, Brad, I'm in the bag, right, for Notion, both, uh, I use it a lot and they also pay me now, so fantastic for me, I'm living my best (laughs) life over here. (laughs) Right, Um, I I caught this on Cortex, I was like, oh, I I will, if I dabble into that, I will definitely hit you up for some more details. But but I actually think Notion could be super good for this exact thing, because it is just a database, right? Um, Right. But you could put all the information in there, you could have like ink colors and stuff as tags. Right. Um, and then once that data is in there, you can represent it in various ways, right? You could have it as a list. You could have it as like a Kanban. So you could be like, show me all of the pens I have that are with this kind of, or this color ink in them or whatever. Yep. Um, but then also you could use, you could ask questions if, in their AI of the database. So you could be like, show me all of the pens that I am using that are fountain pens that have blue ink in them. Like it, mm. you could do like it, it would, it's a lot of data entry, but sure. I feel like once the data is, it's always going to be like that anyway, no matter how you do it. Uh, but I feel like notion right. at least gives you the flexibility to do stuff with that data where maybe other uh, systems, they're not maybe not as flexible in that way. They like do it the way they do it and you just have your information. But because it's your database, you can essentially like choose what is your preferences for how this stuff could be displayed. Yeah, I, I've definitely steeled myself for the the impending uh yeah. data, you know, inputs and, and manipulations that are, are ahead of me. But like that's part of the deal I knew going into it. Like this has yeah. to be this can't be singularly an analog thing because it it, I would not end up getting what I wanted out of it. So it's it's a two-phase thing, and we're going to be testing all these things. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more and figure out what I'm actually going to at least stick with for the first few months until I get frustrated or hopefully, you know, maybe I, maybe I get a winner right from the jump. We'll see. We'll see. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much like starting like this week. I need to start dabbling <clears throat> with a few of the um, – few of the digital tools and, and figure out at least like you know just go through some 101 stuff and can we do what passes like the basics test and then go from there so that's what i'm working on you know who has passed the basic test mike Uh-oh. uh lami lami has passed the basic test with the safaris right like they're uh one of my favorite pens of all time and i always want to discuss their you know, trials and tribulations in the pen world. I'm a very, very big Lamy fan. Hashtag hire me Lamy. And we've got the first partial images of their 2024 Safari limited editions. These look like, and I'm compelled. I am hesitant. <laughs> I, I, I'm of two minds here. So let's, uh, we'll have a link in the show notes to go check out these. Uh, safaris and it's just kind of a front end picture um from like the ink window down so it's called there's two models they're doing a a pair pink cliff and violet blackberry now when i saw these images i'm like yes i'm way in like Mm -hmm. these are my colors i'm way in on this i like the idea i like the concept you know i like the mix and match part of this so the first one in this image it looks like a dark blue barrel matte barrel with a shiny yeah it's kind of like the petrol 
upper barrel mm-hmm. and then the pink they've done a they've done a couple of pinks before this looks a little bit more purple and magenta it's fuchsia uh, grip to section me. like it's it's yeah fuchsia i wouldn't call I would this say. pink like at first not, i was yeah. like which one is <laughs> between the two of them I'm like mm-hmm. the names mm-hmm. pink cliff and violet blackbird like i was like i, I it took right. me a minute of like mm, which, which one, one do is i the, think is this which? has to be pink cliff right i feel like it has, has to, to be, be pink cliff right i feel like it has to be yeah, yeah. but the the barrel's not quite as green as like petrol. It looks more navyish, but like mm-hmm. a navy matte. It's a really good. It's really good navy. So then the second one has a glossy upper barrel. It's like a plum, I'd say, upper barrel, and then a violet grip section. Well, I guess it would be black, <laughs> blackberry, <laughs> blackberry and violet. Hey, it looks like blackberry, you dingus. Um, so yeah, and that looks like a shiny barrel uh, with a matte section, and the other one looks opposite. It looks like a matte barrel with a shiny grip section. So. I love these, right? Like I, I love these. I want these, and I'm also not going to let them off the hook because this is barely one step beyond just grabbing a bunch of parts in the warehouse and putting them together and calling them a thing, right? Which I give a lot of grief to other companies about Sailor, for one. Um, so I don't want to like forget how like I've given other companies hard times for just grabbing mm-hmm. parts. Like if they came out with just last week, we were talking about those Christmas ones they did, right? If they actually came out with those, I, I would kill those. Those that would be terrible because those are literally parts pins, right? That's how they came up with that little concept for that Instagram post. Like, hey, we just grabbed a bunch of parts, mixed and match them together, calling them, um, calling them what they what they actually are. And they they weren't real products. This is a real product we're going to charge people money for. And it's basically taking, I think these are new colors. So that's where I kind of let them slide. Got an Im- image on. in the Discord, Brad, that Kate dug up from okay, the Colt Pens mm-hmm. newsletter, which okay. is the full th- imagery of these pens. Yeah, I think the upper barrels are new colors. I'm not totally sure the grip sections are new colors, but they might be. So I think they've done good. I like yeah. I really like these. I'm you know, you know I like these. Like you look at these and you're like, oh yeah, Brad is going to love these. And I do. I just want to say, like, they're they're on the edge of 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 just picking something from the warehouse. But it, it's good. I this is what I wanted the strawberries and cream to do to be right what like i think they they really let me down on the strawberries and cream one that was two years ago i guess um they didn't mix and match appropriately i felt that that one was screaming for a mix and match because that is the imagery you have of strawberries and cream right that stuff it goes together so they kind of kept those separate this one eh, we'll see so i think it's going to be good i like it uh, I'm ready to see them in person to see what these colors really are. Uh, the big question I think a lot of people will have is, hey, are we going to get uh, some inks with these? That will be also be interesting, right? Because they've done, you know, one of the most famous inks they've ever done is Lamy Dark Lilac. Um, I could see a lilac-y type of ink pairing with both of these pens, honestly, even the blue and pink one. So we'll see. We'll see. So I, it's good. I, I, I'm looking forward to these. Um I don't know. I'm I'm really tough on Lamy, right? Because I love them so much. And it's like I almost want to see more, which is very unfair. Like I I'm I'm hesitant with my words because I do believe I'm being a little bit unfair. Uh these are these are very good and I will have both of them. So, there you go. All right, Mike. I got a yep. new notebook in hand. Okay. You ready? I am. Um do you have the Keep Book by Studio Need? Our friends no. uh, Dan and Tom. But I have uh, some the on the thoroughly way. Thoroughly considered uh, podcast. Okay, mm-hmm. you have them on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. So one of my little things that I like in stationery that is very minor, gets rarely talked about, for a lot of people is useless. I love a notebook slipcase. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's one of my little things. And Tom and Dan did that with the Pano book. Mm-hmm. And or still do it with the Pano book, I should say, you know. 
when you finish the notebook, you go pop it in the slipcase and the slipcase has, you know, a little date and, you know, completion date, you can little notes section. I don't know. I just, it's one of those things that maybe a lot of people don't care about or it doesn't check off a box on them. And it's yeah. certainly not something you, it's something you use twice, once to take the notebook out of. And then once when you're done the notebook mm-hmm. <laughs> with the notebook to shove it back on the shelf. So I like, I like a nice slipcase. That's yeah, one of my funny. things. Uh, we there's an episode of Thoroughly Considered that we recorded yesterday that will be out okay. sometime in the next few days. Yeah, but, I had to go double check. Yeah, this was a conversation that we were having where, mm-hmm. like, basically, I could not be more different to Dan on mm-hmm. this. It's like I have zero desire for mm-hmm. this, yeah. like for a, a slipcase. The notebooks yeah. look incredible, right? Like, yeah. and, and so I. I've bought them because I I just want to appreciate what they have managed to accomplish because they look really mm-hmm. good. Um, plus, I'm really interested to see what their uh, super thick like sketch paper is all about. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this the idea of the slipcase and even just keeping notebooks like this it's just it's just never a thing that I think about. <laughs> it's one of those things. So like Midori doesn't do slipcases, but they give you stickers like a stick. The sticker literally says index, so you can like put it around the spine of the notebook when you're done. Mm-hmm. And I will never use this slipcase while I'm using this notebook. And I have plans for this notebook, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, But I love the idea of slipcases. So yeah, I'm in the small percentage who appreciates the slipcase. So uh, the rest of the notebook is a hardbound notebook. It's in, uh, what do they call their dimensions here? <laughs> Let's see. Or, uh, where is it? Do we have a side? God, their their product page is so good. All right, so they just have a size. It's five by three by seven and seven by seven. So it's a little smaller than A five. How do you on. feel about that, Brad? So we we did an episode last I year. You, I just want to know where, if you're going to give them as much crap as you give me. So I I'm off the ledge on on um standards, right? Mm-hmm. I will I will if I'm making something, I will choose a standard size. Mm-hmm. I appreciate other people using whichever size they feel is best for their design. So well, like I, I'm on this. record last year. I, I capitulated. I, I did. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I capitulated last year um, that I need to like get off my standards bandwagon. Like it's fine. Like if I was making something, I'm going to make a standard um, mm-hmm. international paper size measurement and I'm okay with other people doing it. Mostly because my friends keep doing it, and I'd rather keep my friendship than yell about A5 and A4 sizes. I don't think that I was released so quickly from your clutches, uh, but nevertheless, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> well, you take you take the brunt of my rage, so uh, let's just say <laughs> like you're, yeah. you're the most uh, accessible. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I'm just closest. You... <laughs> so yeah, like I'm off the uh, I'm off the bandwagon unless. I I will say I'm gonna hold uh one little percentage of of forgiving everybody for this, uh if you tell me some scientific reason like if anyone has some marketing that comes out that's like they have this like the scientifically proven correct size I'm gonna lose my mind so that that will be a problem if that happens but uh, otherwise yeah knock yourself out make whatever paper size you want mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm laughing too hard at this now. I, I, have, I have a real thing about stationery. I'm not sure if you know this. Wait, you? I have opinions. I have opinions about stationery. Mm. <laughs> um, so my opinion about this notebook um, is it's not good for fountain pen inks. There you go. So, and I'm good with that because, and I'm good with that for everybody who makes uh, their own products. This This is not a hill I will die on. Not every notebook has to be fountain pen friendly. They're making a product for their customer. Their customer mostly use uses their pens and their pencils, generally speaking. And if they don't use their pens and their pencils, be, they're being Studio Neats pens and pencils, the Mark One, the Mark Two, the Mark Three. They're generally coming from the digital tools uh, arena, kind of like with a lot of your Cortex customers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a different customer than say if Brad was designing a notebook for a customer that reads the pen addict, right? Yes. So I want that to be very clear when I talk about any product that I ever say, 
you know, it's not fountain pen friendly, that's not a negative, right? Like it's purposefully designed for their customer. And for example, they, they, I have plenty of Mark ones. They, they were kind enough to send me the, Oh yeah, by the way, uh, thank you, Dan and Tom. They sent me, uh, three versions of the notebook. So it comes in dot blank and lined. Um, they also threw in one of their, the new, uh, Mark one, the all black one, the black steel. Oh, damn. um, so it's designed to be used with this refill, the Schmidt P8126, yes. which I love and you love. And guess what? It's perfect. It's yeah. perfect for that. Right. So I had been looking for a notebook. One of the other, like, this is not, this doesn't go in the resolutions thing or anything like that. This is just um, one of the ideas I've had from a listener uh, emailing me uh, about how they use their stationery. And one of the things I was thinking about using uh, or starting this year and having um, something a little bit different to keep my hands off my phone and use my stationery. Have you heard of solo journaling uh, TTRPGs, Mike? Absolutely not, no. Yeah, so you're obviously familiar with tabletop games, mm-hmm. with RPG games, you know, like all of this terminology and all of this style. Well, there is a genre of a subset, I guess, of these games where it's a literal literal solo game. You play by yourself and journal it as you go. So I've been looking into this thanks to some really kind uh, uh, emails. So I'm thinking about, um, thinking about um, using... I was thinking about using a notebook dedicated for a certain game that I've downloaded. Right. Uh, the game's called Dead Ball. It's a baseball uh, game. But it's basically, you know, text and dice... And, you know, I can create rosters and do all these things and, and simulate a game through dice rolls, through the rule sets that are created for this TTRPG. And it's just a standalone game that I can play solo. So this is going to be my notebook for that. I'm uh, gonna hopefully going to start doing that this week or next week. And this is before I'd even received this notebook. It's like, oh, I need to pick out a notebook to use for this. If I'm going to do these, these games, I, I just want kind of a... I want it separate from everything else. And this is going to be perfect for that because I will use mostly non-fountain pens for this. You know, the Studio Neat Mark I with the Schmidt refill. Um, my Uniball Jetstreams that I love so much. Pencils and uh, drawing pens, right? When I, I did a whole little ink test in the back of my pen, uh, not my pen book, <laughs> my, keep, my keep book um, to see, hey, what works well on this paper and I loved the drawing pen. Like I have my Kuretake Zig Mangaka, which is my favorite drawing pen. I just grabbed that, put that on the page. I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what this is. So um, it's great for literally every type of pen and it's average for fountain pens. You can use fountain pens. Fountain pen writing is fine with the finer nibs. Like the wider and wetter you get, the um, the less enjoyable it mm-hmm. is. Um, little feathering, little bleed through the back, but every other type of pen, which is who the notebook is made for. Mike, I will scream this from the rooftops, um, is perfect. So really nicely done, really good um, construction, design, layout. Um, you know, they went the dot grid notebook. They always add in the little um, corner markings like for uh, the people who are really using these notebooks like for design and mm-hmm. UI based yeah, sketches really nice detail and of their, of their yeah. like paper format. So if you like Studio Neat in their products and you've used things like the Pano book in the past, like this is a different expression of the same ideas uh, that they've had running through uh, the Pano book and uh, the Tote book, and now it's into more of a. Um, I don't like the term keepsake, but this is That's this is a journal. Oh, it, well, I guess it is. I guess it is. That's the book, exactly but, what they're going for. Like this yeah, one is so meant to last. Yeah. So it's made for you to use, to beat up, and then to store it on the shelf and line them all up next to each other when you use the next one and the next one and the next one. And I think it's fantastic. They did a really good job. And you know what? The price point's great too. So it's 25 bucks. Um, it's, I don't know how they do it. Like, it's just perfect. Don't, it's I don't it's know right in line with those prices. <laughs> just yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking I'm just making a very different thing, but like the yeah. price is like I don't know. I don't understand how you're doing it, but yeah, yeah. I was I was pleased with that. So, mm-hmm. uh, thumbs up on the keep book, and uh, I'm gonna put this to the test, and I'm gonna have some pictures of me. I will probably, honestly, I will probably end up reviewing this notebook. 
because one, I talked about last year, I need to review more notebooks, period, right? I get a lot of notebook products crossing my desk and how can I uh, review them? And two, because I'm going to take this new little gaming journey mm. and this is going to be the notebook that I'm going to use for that. And that's just going to be like a good thing to like write up and share some images of, you know, things like that. So yeah. it's fun. Uh, great product, really good timing for me. And uh, I'm going to have some give to give away on the blog uh, coming forward. So they, they sent me, a, they sent me several. So uh, we, you will see uh, more of this. I, I really like it. So good stuff. Mike, what is the last retro 51 that you purchased? Do you know? Oh, because we haven't been talking about them quite as much. Because there's always, like, again, like our friends over at Sailor, there's always something coming up, you know. Today it ends in Y, new Retro 51. Um, so I, I can't even think of the last one I bought. I know no, I got the... I don't um, know if I could tell you. Yeah. So I got, I was given the, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this name because I did not prepare for it, the Sega Hyro Waves from Rickshaw. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the wave pattern, uh, Japanese wave pattern. That's a beauty. Um, this one... Mike is called Day and Night, and Katie Classman designed it. And Katie actually reached out to me last week. I've known Katie for years, going to pin shows and just being in the pin hobby. She sent me last week. She said, "Hey, I'm designing. I designed a Retro Fifty One. It's coming out next week. Can I send you like? Can I can I tell you about it? Can I send you the pictures?" She sent me this picture, and this is her artwork. And like, I'm just astonished at this design. I think this is one of the coolest retros I've seen in a while. It is, there is a lot going on that is laid out perfectly in this pen. I'm having trouble describing this pen other than to say, I don't know how Katie's artwork translated so perfectly (laughs) to the layout of this pen. So it's basically like the transition from a sunrise to sunset and not just in a basic fashion you know there's lots of artwork like the trees and the leaves and the swirling and the clouds i i don't even know how this happened but shout out katie this is this is stunning what do you think about this oh it's a very special design i've actually just been searching through my email to try and find the answer to your question uh, but I like this a lot it's it feels very reminiscent to me to starry night um like the the way yeah. that the uh, the way that the sky in this image looks, but this is but at the same time a very unique looking uh, piece of artwork. Like it's you know it can mm-hmm. I, I have feels like oh I can kind of line this up. It seems similar, but overall the piece is very very unique. It looks super cool. Yeah, so I I I, I just think this one's uh, this one's a knockout. This one looks oh, a lot. I was Brad. I remember the <laughs> the last one I bought. Now that you now that you decided yours, I, I figured out mine while we were thinking about it. What you got? <laughs> it was the latte one where I lost my mind. <laughs> no, that yeah. was like two year and a half, two it years ago. It was last January. One of the, uh, no, it was like January twenty twenty two. January twenty twenty two. Yeah. It one was of the when, greatest when episodes I it in Pen Addict history. Gave it away <laughs> as soon as it arrived because I was so fuming with the the route that they took. Uh, we're not going to link that one to the show notes, but if you know, you know, and y'all yeah. can go find it. It is literally one of the best episodes we've ever recorded. No, I'll, I'll find it. I'll put it. In. <laughs> they need to know what they did, you know? Basically, this email ends in Brad gets emails. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to know about that episode is Brad got emails about that one uh, mm-hmm. from, from various people in Those people, here's what I'll say, Brad. If those people want to send another email, go for it. Come on, come at me directly. <laughs> no, Don't no, it wasn't, it was not bad. It was like, huh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my last retro that I bought was, I bought the, um, when they started the Pan Am series, um, with the artwork, um, the Hawaiian um, travel artwork. Mm-hmm. That's the last one. I, that's the last one I bought. I thought that was a really pretty one. So yeah, um, great job, Retro and uh, Katie, with this one. And uh, yeah, if y'all want this one, you should probably probably uh, go look at that pretty soon. Nine hundred sixty-four uh, uh, limited edition. So yeah, very cool. I just wanted to shout that one out because I love it. It came out. I, this is one of those emails I get. Where I was like, like I just kind of had to like sit back and go, whoa, uh, that was that was really good. 
trying to find this episode now. I don't see. I don't see. Maybe I. Maybe I refuse to link to the pen. <laughs> it probably I can in definitely January find 2022, it. But yeah, I can definitely find it. Oh, you know, I've I've found it. I think. What was the show title? Did we allude to it in the show title? I can't remember. Uh, I think we no, did. but I found an episode no. where it says stuff happens this episode, all of it fueled by the mighty coffee bean. <laughs> episode 497. <laughs> Let's take a break. Refresh Let's this energy. Do it. You need I'm, one. I'm, fall, I'm falling you need back one, in but again. I'm, make you I'm read, falling back so. in again. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Get started on your goals with Factor so you're ready and raring to go for the new year. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the trips to the grocery store, all the prep work, and then the cooking fatigue and the time it takes. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered directly to your door. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, protein plus, vegan, veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your 2024. So you can forget those frantic lunch preps and rush dinners. Factors two-minute meals are as your secret weapon this new year. Factor now offers loads of snack options too, like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep you going. Brad, tell the Pan Addict listeners a little bit about Factor. Yeah, I'm a huge Factor fan. This is perfect for this time of year when you have probably overdone it over the last couple of months of the year. And even, you know, if you're not having like a New Year's resolution to eat better, this is like the best kind of option just to have an awesome meal that is easy to cook right in the middle of the day is when I have them usually for lunch pop them in the microwave for two minutes I can get like an awesome grilled pork chop with like two sides and it's just really really cool how much flavor they pack into these right these are not your generic meals this is this is like something that you spent a lot of time preparing and cooking but in a single serving that you can cook for yourself. Um, and it just they just make it super easy and super delicious. So I'm a huge fan of what they're doing. Skip the overpriced takeout trap. Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. And then when things are getting hectic, Factor is flexible for you. You can change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week available or pause or reschedule your deliveries any time. Factor has everything you need for a week of flavorful, nutritious eats. Head to factormeals.com slash penaddict50 and use the code penaddict50 to get 50% off. That is the code penaddict50 at factormeals.com slash penaddict50 for 50% off. Our thanks to Factor for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, Mike, we have our shout-out of the week. Shout-out of the week. And it is another Instagram that I've been following for a while. So it's Pins Paper Plans. So mm-hmm. Pins dot Paper dot Plans. Uh, Angela put this post up that I caught um, a few days ago, and it is basically a layout of a page where it's a okay. So like if you have like your A five planner and you have like your two page per month, right? So you mm-hmm. have one open layout. They basically took every day of the year on this two-page spread and did an ink sample. Ooh, and it looks this is nice. so cool. Yeah. Like it came out really, really good. And um, I just wanted to give them a shout out because of the time of year that we're in right now and a lot of people are doing like ink a day or you know different projects per day. I thought this one really stood out for its simplicity in that um, you, know, you can get this whole view starting on one page and by the end of the year you have this whole page filled up so i just i just wanted to give angela a shout out for for this layout and share it to give others an idea of what you can actually do um in a very simple fashion you know you don't have to over over complicate things right you just um you know you just do something simple hey Here's today, and I just put a little squiggle line on there, and like I'm good to go. So it's a 
it's a great spread. I love how it t- turned out. So uh, shout out to Pins Paper Plans over there on Instagram. I thought it came out great. Very good. All right. I recently, well, recently as in two days ago, Monday, um, did an, <laughs> pretty recent did another kind of hey this is a good review to start the year off and it was about pen storage so i was fortunate enough to be sent a gigantic box huh. from <laughs> from my friends <laughs> at luxury brands usa of Girologio pen cases so this is a brand i've heard of uh for the past few years i've seen them at pen shows seen a lot of people carrying them and they reached out to me last year and said, hey, can I send you some cases to review? And I'm like, yes. And I never know what to expect. And then I get like a microwave oven-sized box at my door one day. Mm-hmm. And it's like all the cases. It's 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 by no means all of Girologio's cases, but it feels like it. It's like one of each and all the sizes. So I just wanted to share this review. If you're looking for storage options, I kind of... I put all of them, uh, all of the cases I had for review on loan uh, in this one review so you can kind of see what a three pin case looks like versus a 12 pin case versus a 48 pin case, which is something we see a lot of at pin shows, right? When you see the tables laid out. Or, Mike, you can go with the briefcase, which holds 96 pins and. I'm just kind of impressed by this. Like this should not be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. This this should not exist. But the fact that it does and it works kind of flawlessly, I am just very impressed. Um, this is not something I will add to my collection. I have my storage. I got out um, my Toyota 100 craft box was a perfect match for the 96 <laughs> pin case. I could just take all the drawers out and went and put them all on my table. And loaded up the whole thing in there. So what do you think about these gigantic cases? I like them. I mean, they're very different in design across the sizes. Like, just the Mm -hmm. way the products look feels quite different. Like, the one that intrigued... Well, there were two that intrigued me the most. One was the one where you could also put a bunch of notebooks in with it, too. And you ended up with this, like, admittedly pretty chunky, but nice kind of all-in-one. And then, obviously, the briefcase is insane. (laughs) Yeah, you have to be like, those are the two most specific cases, I think, right? You've a lot of people have probably seen the other cases, the three, the 12 and the 48, I think are things people are familiar with. But the case you called out the grab and go, which is a smaller one holds four pens, notebooks, uh, credit cards, it's literally just kind of you can put everything in there. And even though it is uh, chunky, like you were talking about and thick, it's purpose-built right Mm -hmm. like if you buy that you know what you're getting into and you know like i'm gonna use this to put all my things in from pens to paper to whatever other notes and loose things and you know even as far as down as like wallet type stuff you know cards and licenses and whatever you want to put in there and that's going to be my all-in-one literally grab and go everything's in there or you have a unbelievable amount of pens that you want to store together, carry together. Um, you could be, you know, someone who goes to pen shows and sells things. Like all of these, um, like this 96 pen case, you could carry all of this stuff to a pen show and just literally open it up and pop it right down there on the table. And then when you're done, fold it back up and you're good to go. And it's all protected. Uh, it's all nicely done. I, I was impressed at the this 96 pin case right like obviously the 48 is great i've seen that product before and it's really good everything's nicely protected a lot of people use the 48 pin um cases to store some of their their pins either at home or if they're taking them on the road but the 96 uh, the 96 is just kind of blew my mind like i i did not know this was a thing and i'm kind of impressed by it so i just wanted to shout out uh shout out these cases if you're looking for this right like you know not every this is not a product for everyone this one you know everyone could use like hey maybe the 12 pin case like if you're listening to this podcast that might be a good option um but the these larger cases i've never had the opportunity to review anything like this so i wanted to uh give them a shout out because it was kind of fun like i i had to apologize to luxury brands for holding these so long because I was intimidated to get all of them out and all of the pens and do all this and take all the pictures. So it took me a while to get to them. So very, very cool. 
the that briefcase one, that's like Yeah. That's only for people that sell at pen shows. Right? Like I can't yeah. I can't work <laughs> out who else is for. Yeah, like okay. So if I had just a, a crazy amount of pens at home, right, and I needed storage, I would pick a bunch of forty eight pen cases, right? Mm. If I'm if I have I'm, one of those. If I'm restricting myself to what I've reviewed here. I'm going to buy the 48s all day long, right? Like if I have 300 pens I need to deal with and organize that are just kind of loose and not in other storage, and if I'm looking at the products in this review, I'm going to pick 48s just all day long. They're just easier to manage, easier to deal with, easier to sort. But there is a certain type of collector, like that's definitely like in the collector, you know, retailer vendor space, that is where I see the 96 coming in. Mm. or you have like or you're someone who's into like four digits quantities worth of pens that needs just mass mass storage like you know that that case is is it's only for a certain segment of the market for sure and even if you could fill up that case i think you're just going to get more use out of the 48s right that's just a better way to organize a better way to move things around but there is a certain scenario i guess where these these 96s come in handy and the way this one's designed like it makes it really good for like a vendor or something like that to to carry things around um but you know i wouldn't also uh i I wouldn't you know i wouldn't be checking that back (laughs) you know if i was flying right that's something that's that that's a carry on like i I wouldn't want to lose everything that was in there at once so yeah, if if I'm picking anything for bulk storage, I would pick the 48s personally. Super cool. Yep. Um. So you have you said you have like one of those types of 48. Yeah, cases, right. I, I, think I bought you, one like, of them. Put like your like, retros in there. Maybe I've done that before, but I bought it originally for going to pen shows mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. bring like large selections of pens yeah. to a pen show. Yeah, you see that a lot. Like at the bars at night, you see the 48 pen cases everywhere. Yeah, right. They're pretty popular. Pretty popular. All right, last little uh, nugget in this uh, kind of uh, whip around episode today. I started my project planner last week. I talked about what I was planning on doing for my year of recording, and I was instituting or creating a new notebook out of an existing notebook, um, my William Hanna Disbound system. And I finally spent some time to lay out the project notebook how I wanted. So I have my different sections with dividers in here. So I've started the pen log, right? So the analog part with what you go back to the beginning of the show, what we're talking about, the different types of digital systems I might be implementing to track what I'm using. I've just started writing things down so far. Um, So that's like the front section. Then I have like, you know, a divider page. And then I have a whole section for spoke design, right? Because I have different tasks that can go there. I have design ideas that can go there, right? Just like I need a place where I can just like randomly sketch something or write out an idea or have like a task list that I need to talk to Brian about. And just recently I I did an inventory for our products and this was just a lucky happenstance. I didn't even consider this. So in the shipping department, I just have this notepad and that I was just hand counting all the inventory to go back and um, validate everything at a different time. And it just so happens that this A5 page, I wanted to keep, right? In case I made a mistake, I wanted to keep it for a little bit to verify, you know, just in case I made a mistake and then I'll eventually just throw it away. And these A5 pages, I just stuffed in the William Hanna. I was like, wait a minute, I can just hole punch them and put them in here. So now in my little spoke section of the William Hanna planner, uh, my project planner, uh, are now these pages I was just able to add in. I was like, oh, I've already done exactly what I wanted to do with this notebook without even thinking about it. Like I didn't even consider it hmm. um, before um, that. So yeah, like now then I go into another section, you know, I need to plan for the London trip. You know, that's that's got its own little notes. Um, I'm keeping tabs of new uh, stationary arrivals, like what has what has come in that needs to eventually go out or be accounted for as far as like review products go or giveaways, things like that. So that section's built in there. And then I have uh, like a collaboration section where 
I want to have like a more freeform section of products I want to work on, and then I can break those out into their own uh, little dividers as well. So I've started building my project planner notebook. I'm happy with it so far. And now we just got to keep using it, right? That's the that's the whole goal of the goals. Mm-hmm. You got to use the things that you're building. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm very happy with it so far. And I just thought my little epiphany yesterday of what I would normally do is stick a bunch of loose sheets of paper that I wanted to keep temporarily in just whatever other notebook I was using. And I was like, oh, well, I have a system here that is kind of built. And it didn't even have to be... I, I was fortunate i guess that the page size was exactly the same as what i already have in a5 Mm. but it could be any you know any type of page um i could punch uh for a disc and you know even if it only um so like the disc there's eight discs like even if i had a page that was only like four discs wide i could still punch that put it in my notebook for somewhere to keep and uh yeah it's all safe and secure in here and I, i really like where this is headed yeah this feels like a good product to do this kind of work in yeah yeah, I have to have things that are removable. Um, I, I never would have thought I would have been like a disbound person or a binder person. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, Mike, turns out. There's, uh, there's a lot of good use to be had in these types of systems. So I'm finding myself uh, very much enjoying it. Do you want to hit an Ask TPA question before we finish today? Yeah, let's see what we got. I'm very not prepared for for what we have. So let's try. (laughs) Sarah writes in and says, My brother's getting married in May. One of my duties as the best person is suitably fancy writing implements for signing the marriage license. I'm not as familiar with standard pens and I need some help. The wedding vibe is simple but classy with a palette of hunter green, Vera Wang tuxes and platinum rings. My brother's yeah. a lefty. My future sister-in-law has a big cup with a rainbow of Stabilo fine liners that she uses regularly. I'm going to be using my Sailor Pro Gear Apres Ski. Haven't picked out an ink yet, but I need some suggestions of what pens I can buy for uh, the happy couple. So, Mike, I, I definitely have some answers, but I think I would also have a follow-up question for Sarah. Um, I guess we're just signing the marriage license, so we need basic ink, right? I'm thinking blue or black, probably. I'm expecting so. Um, so, what I want to recommend, given the very good descriptive details that Sarah provided, is I think you can find some awesome Pelican rollerballs that are going to match the vibe of the hunter green Mm. the tuxes the platinum rings the way they design their products are going to be so classy yeah and a really nice match to the overall aesthetic like which is like that's what all i can think about here is vibe but what vibe misses is what is the ink requirement for that marriage license and if you're telling me it has to be a blue document ink then we can't have this conversation about pelican you know matching um everything for the wedding and that's a different conversation that we probably need an email on because then we could still stick with pelican we just need to make sure we get the right ink right Mm -hmm. but i'm feeling very pelicany for this wedding um that that feels like the vibe um that you would be able to find something pretty reasonable, right? As far as accessibility, right? You're going to be able to find something um, from this group that Pelican offers from Pelican rollerballs or ballpoints or even fountain pens, if that's the route that's required for the ink purposes. Um, Yeah. Outside of that, if there's more, like if we want to get very, very specific into the, to the, actual signing requirements i think that's probably like an email sarah and i need to have a email discussion we need to have but Mm. um this this has pelican written all over it to me and i would be very happy with some of the some of the different options that pelican has even like some of the all white and either platinum all white platinum trim pelicans would be just perfect and then you can get into some of the green stuff too so yeah that would be cool and I'll also uh, ask you this question from Nicholas, who says, Since January, I started using a Midori three-year diary. 
I was wondering if you know of a product similar to the seed case that will have a better fit for this diary. It's seven and a quarter by four and a quarter by one. I'm assuming that's inches, but I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably not centimeters I don't know maybe it's a tiny diary Uh, I know it's going to be hard to find something as good as the seed but I would like to protect the diary for the three years I'm going to be carrying it around number one shout out Nicholas thank you for the Mm -hmm. nice Mm -hmm. kind words about the seed guess what the seed was built around Mike something you made Uh, A5 standards Mm, of course it was because (laughs) Nicholas would be able to get an A5 notebook, but these um, these three year diaries are pretty pretty sizable, um, thick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't like I literally don't know other than something that Midori will make for themselves. So they will do for a lot of their products, and I don't know whether they do this for the three years diary, but they will do some simple wraparound covers. Um, that I've used in the past for their notebooks, but their notebooks were like the traditional A5, and they would just make this A5 cover for it. Uh, this seven and a quarter by four and a half um, is obviously a little bit of an oddity. So hmm, I, I can't think of anything offhand. If anyone else knows, um, let me know. But you're probably what happens when you this was this is my whole standards argument not to let to relive the earlier part of the pro- podcast and <laughs> like 50 like 50 other episodes we've recorded about me yelling about standards this is why we can't have nice things that cross pollinate between brands if you make a, a particular size notebook and someone wants a cover well you your only options are if that company makes the cover to fit their own product and not every company does right so Midori yeah, like, fortunately does i don't think that for this product like it's not, i don't think it's fair to make that argument because you could make it a5 but it's too thick is the problem right it would probably fit a one but since it's a smaller uh notebook it would probably fit like the one inch thickness it just wouldn't fit it well it would be mm. loose it would be loose okay. it, w- it would handle the one inch thickness but it would swim around in there a little bit right so I would, so whenever I've had this situation and I've desperately wanted a cover um, for a notebook, I would use a pouch or a sleeve, right? So I'm not going to get a perfect fit for the diameters of my notebook, but I wanted to carry it in something. I would find something thin, like, a you know, the Lihit Labs bag and bags, um, something, you know, where you just more of a, a, a slipcase, if you will but uh, to carry and protect it in like a, a nylon type fashion. So, um, yeah, but Midori actually does make covers. I would look into that first. So Nicholas probably already has, which is why we're getting this question, um, mm-hmm. that they may not have one for this particular product, but that's where I would check. All right, if you would like to send in a question of your own for us to answer on a future episode, just go to penaddictfeedback.com and send in your Ask TPA question, but you can also uh, send in your follow-up and your feedback on the show there too. If you want to find Brad online until we're back next week, go to penaddict.com. Uh, Brad is penaddict on all the social medias. You can find him on twitch.tv slash penaddict as well, where he streams three times a week. Uh, you can also find Brad's products over at spokedesign.com. Uh, I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Uh, you can find my products at cortexbrand.com. This show is on Relay FM. We also have a bunch of other shows that you might find interesting too over at Relay.fm. Thank you to Factor for their support of this week's episode. But most of all, thank you to you for listening. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.